When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. How would you like to ramp up your club's game day atmosphere? Big Screen Video is giving 10 lucky sports clubs the chance to win a $10,000 grant towards their own digital scoreboard. Register now at iCanWin.com.au slash BSV. Support your skin health and shop Swiss Skin Care Men's Range from only $8.79 at Chemist Warehouse. And Kogan Mobile, New Zealand's cheapest unlimited prepay plans. Visit koganmobile.co.nz. This is Izzy and Kempi for breakfast on SENZ. Welcome in Thursday the 14th of July Izzy and Kempi for breakfast on SCNZ I'm back home I'm in Christchurch Auto Tahi The boys are up there in the studio with Aroha Holding down the fort Lads Kempi Morena my brother Morena bro Morena It's cold up here today Izzy It's finally got oh. back It's finally got back Walked <laughs> out this morning After one and a half hours sleep Wow what a game last night Telling oh. you now, if you're listening to the show yesterday and you got on, you made plenty because the Queenslanders, they showed up. They showed up and they played some footy, mate. The first 15 minutes was hectic. Honestly, three people Crazy. knocked out. I was just thinking as he went to bed last night, if it was a game of rugby union, they would have ended up with five yeah. players on the football field. It was that, <laughs> it was that physical, mate. So great yeah. game last night. That was an absolute doozy. MP, um, mate, state of origin is well and truly alive after that clinic and just entertainment. Wow, it was huge. What a game. And wait, you touched on it, Queenslander. All came from the start. When you start with aggression and you start with a real will and desire to put your body on the line, you get the outcome you're after. And uh, we'll talk about it throughout the show, mate, because uh, there were some masterclasses from some certain players 
particularly in Queensland. We've got a big show today. We're going to talk to Tony Hiro straight after seven. We're going to talk rugby league and the appointment of Andrew Webster at the Warriors. Bit of COVID-stricken Warriors at the moment. Stacey Jones potentially out with COVID. Couple of players, but we'll chat to Tony Hiro after seven. And then after eight o'clock, we're going to chat to my good friend, Ryan Crotty, former Crusaders and All Blacks midfielder, currently planned for Kubota in Japan. So our good friends, Kubota of the show, will be happy with this one. We're going to have a chat to Crotz, uh, see how he's going. He's back in the country. He's just had a new baby, so he's uh, father duties. But also chat to him about the midfield, because today the All Blacks are going to be named. And I'm expecting a change in the midfield and maybe even a few more. But we'll uh, rip into and have a chat to Crotty after 8 o'clock. And then to finish the show, there's a big weekend of sport coming up. We've got a bit of golf happening over in the UK. Just a small event, the Open, taking place at St Andrews. Looking forward to that one uh, taking place. And uh, also we had the Silver Ferns and the New Zealand A and the New Zealand Mixed Team go, uh, playing that last night. We'll get Kez on to have a little debrief. I watched the first game, NZ um, Mix versus the men's, and um, you, you're talking about contact, Kempi. You watched that game, mate. There was contact in that game. I, I saw a defender for the New Zealand uh, Mixed Team. Uh, he had um, Blondie. I can't remember his name. Uh, Kez will be able to... Uh, remember his name, but anyway, he was, they were just like pushing, shoving, getting right into each other, anyway, he come down to get an inset, he jumped over one of the New Zealand uh, men's defenders, and like pretty much um, pole vaulted him, and then the, the refs had to come over and tell him, hey, hey, just calm down, calm down, like, it was getting fiery, and uh, it was a good game, man, it was an awesome game of netball to watch. Yeah, some, um, exo- so really, some really... exciting players there. Mm. Man, it's huge, huge. One of the goal, uh, the goalkeeper for um, the New Zealand mixed team, he got about 30 intercepts. I was like, wow, man, he's on fire. I wonder if the New Zealand men's coach took notice. But anyway, awesome to see the Cadbury series take place. Obviously, Silver Ferns putting, a, you know, putting on a show, beating uh, NZA pretty comfortably, 67-48. So we'll rip into that chat. But big show today, boys. I'm back home. I've been outside um, just really trying to sort out my, my big... Lake that's formed again, um, slowly going away. But uh, no, it's good to be home. It's good to be home. Wednesday fill up yesterday, uh, Louis. Fiscal fun. Hope you didn't get on. No, I was actually, if you if you kind of read between the lines yesterday, I was pr- kind of trying to talk you off the ledge with backing it, to be honest. Well, you um, did. Yeah, <laughs> you didn't back it? Nah, nah, I didn't back it. I didn't back it. I actually forgot about it. Got home and I checked it and I was like, kept going down, kept going down. And I was like, last. Oh, wow. What a horrible horse. Yeah. No. Was, didn't, I, um, ma- didn't make the step up. No, I didn't have a bet. <laughs> and I didn't have a bet yesterday and I was pretty glad. Although one punter had a big bet. Someone had a oh. five league multi and nearly collected about 300 and something grand. Uh, and yeah. they missed in the last. Who did they have again? Um, Astrodeal. Astrodeal in the last. Astra- and. Yeah. I really want to know if the TAB gave them a cash-out option. So do I. No, mm. love the TAB. Love the TAB. No way now they would have gave them the cash-out <laughs> cash option. Honestly, you're thinking there, you're like, maybe if I did a four-legger, mm. did a four-legger. He did a $200, $200 five-league multi, and he got um, the first four, and I don't know how he got the first four, but he got them. He backed Sam Spratt's one. That one paid six bucks. Most of them were playing like four to six bucks. And then he had Astra Deal paying $3.80 to bring it home. And and you know what makes it worse? 
A $33 shot won the last. <laughs> Viper. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, look, this is why the TAV is still in business. <laughs> and most punters aren't. <laughs> this is why the TAV, they want you to tack that extra that extra uh, little uh, market on there, the extra chance, because every time you put a multiple onto your multi, they are going, yeah, another one. Give us another one. I've actually had a look at the races this weekend, the fields for Saturday, and there is some really nice racing at Ruakaka in particular. There's the big jump stay, Wellington Steeple and Wellington Hurdle at uh, Trentham. But there's a couple of nice chances up at Ruakaka at odds that, I, um, that I'll highlight later on. I think it's going to be a great day. Really even, strong fields up at Ruakaka. So in loveracing.nz, I'll take you through those and a couple that I wanted to highlight. And Baz, he's also got a horse racing this weekend, Blesk over in Australia, and Blesk, if the track stays good with the lightweight second up, I think um, I got a little video sent through. I said, Baz, what's the mail? Sent me through a video of Blesk from John O'Shea. This horse is looking stunning. It's looking really good. It's not its finale, but at about $5, $56, that's got to be an each-way chance at Randwick this weekend as well. So, yeah, the racing's just starting to... Look, I know it's the middle of winter, but it's just starting to get... The, the wheels are in motion again, and I'm starting to get the uh, the juices flowing about a big spring ahead, boys. Are you actually, though, Louis? Are you actually? Because you've just been a bit dormant for the last two weeks. You know, you've just been sitting there... You know, you, you you love racing. You're just eating around the bush. We know that. We know that you're having a wee um, break. And we, we, I commend you on that, mate. It takes it takes a, a man to to really just step aside and do what you're doing. But when are you back? When the tracks are better. As simple as that. I'll be back when the tracks are better and the good horses are back. I'm sick of backing well, slow horses because the more, there's more variables. Uh, when the big stables start to roll out their, their good horses, we get more exposed form. Next Tuesday, there are a lot of good horses trialling at the Cambridge Synthetic. And once we can have a look at them, I'll feel better about having bets and declaring them. But in the meantime, I'm, um, I won't be peer pressured into throwing out shit tips. Hmm. <laughs> Okay, so you like the gravy, you don't really like the hard mahi at the, during the next week. Yeah. Next week, next week, just be patient. <laughs> Do you know the, the thing is, nobody actually makes you put a bit on. <laughs> <laughs> nah, well done, mate. Well done. I'm looking forward to having you back. Oh, look, yeah, I've, I've had I've had a couple of days off, so I'm I'm itching. Um, looking forward to this week. Bless, got back, bless a couple of times. I backed it a couple of times. I backed it its first race, and my brother was with me, and. Um, Bears rang us up and he's like, back this place, back this place. And my brother's like, sweet as, put his, you know, put his last 20 on it or something like that. How do we go? And lost. So he rang Bears and paid him out. But um, uh, I'll, I'll watch that one. I'll watch that one, Louis. Anyway, anyway, looking forward to it. Uh, what else we got, boys? What else been happening? Back up and home. I'm home with the family. So just been, ah, uh, mate, picking up my daughter, carrying around with her one leg and she's demanding me, say, can you take me here, Dad? Take me here, Dad? So she's busy old household, but good to be home and ready to rip into today's show. Big show. Looking forward to chatting to Tony Edel, Kempi, after 7 o'clock, have him on. Obviously, big changes at the Warriors, and we haven't even talked about it. No, well, we haven't, have we? We haven't mentioned the coach and, and Webby, Webster, Andrew Webster coming mm. on board and what he's... What he's about to uh, embark on, what journey he's about to embark on. I think he's got 2.1 years, that's average, before he uh, he faces the music. Oh, man, well, whether whether or not he'll see that out, we'll, uh, 
will have to wait with what's going on. Um, but yeah, you can talk about development as well because you know Tony's ahead of development. I'm pretty sure, mm. and, and at the Warriors, and he'd been there for donkey's years, mate. I, I put him on when I was coach. Uh, he was part of my analysis team way back then, but he's moved up through the ranks. He's actually, I think, at the time when Andrew, Andrew Webster was here, he may have been the other assistant coach. Um, oh, yeah. So he'll know Andrew Webster really well. There's, oh mate, legs, legs actually. Um, there's a lot go, a lot going on. You know, Queensland getting the Origin win last night against all odds with Munster out. That's a massive story today. Um, the other one is Stacey Jones not being there for the week because of COVID. You know, so COVID. Mm. I think across the board in every sport, everyone we seem to talk to, we've got a COVID story. You've got Nolan, uh, Nolan uh, Toru out of the the Silver Ferns. You know, you got people going down left, right, and centre um, now. So, yeah, really, really interesting times about how people are handling the COVID situation. Um, mm. and, and especially with Stace being out too, you know, I can't see for the life of me the boys getting up the way that Stace was getting them up against Parramatta. Um, I don't see Justin Morgan being able to do that. You know, you know what I mean. So, the other yeah. part to that too is I don't know if Tony Iro knows, but what does it look like? Next year, does does Andrew Webster bring in his own coaching staff? Does it change again? What happens with all the philosophies, et cetera, et cetera? So I'm looking forward to that chat um, later on later on this morning. And Ryan Cotty too, mate, getting getting some insight from him on what he thinks the midfield should look like because that's another interesting chat that's coming out mm. of today is the naming of the All Blacks. We were all sitting here. I thought that would have would have just come out and said like these are the guys that are playing. I don't know why you wait till Thursday. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what that midfield's like. I'm looking forward to see who starts at ten, um, what what their bench looks like, whether Sam Whitelock's coming back, whether they move Scotty Barrett back to back to blindside. Um, yeah, just some real crucial decisions. I uh, and and the Twitter has been going off from the Irish mate. They are into mm. the All Blacks. You know, the Herald wrote a, an article yesterday where they basically said that this is do or die for the All Blacks. Like they come out back page. Mm. Do, do or die, and the Irish have picked it up and said the panicking. They even the, the turning on the All Blacks is done to panic, and I'm going, man, it's just it's starting to kick off, ramping up the World Cup. I reckon a lot of it's mind games. I reckon they're trying to trying to rattle the the rattle the cages. And I'm mate, if they win, what do you reckon? I think the I think the cattle just, uh, the the cages will surely be rattled. Yeah, 100% they will be. Yeah, they'll be rattled and there'll be a lot of questions need to be answered. Um, look, we had Bernard Jackman on earlier in the week and it was quite funny. I was I was sitting there and I got a little um, a notification from Bernard on my Twitter and I was like, oh, yeah, what's this? Went and clicked on it. He actually tagged me in that, that, um, that article, Do or Die, from in the Herald. And I was like, what's he tagging me in this? And he said, they're panicky, they're panicky. He wrote a little tweet on it, but he tagged me in it. I was like... Get out of here, Bernard Jackman. You tag me in that. But mate, honestly, it's it's yeah, it's it's gonna be an interesting game. You know, the the All Blacks under so much pressure, they're at home. Um, you know, like Sam Kane's comments coming out and they that you know, they're angry and they know what's uh expected on look and, and even with the Warriors, you look at you just look at last night's game. You know, no one predicted. Everyone thought that Queenslander would just fold over, you know, after months of going down. And then a young guy, Dearden, coming in, who I thought was freakish. I he was, he was freakish. He didn't look out a place. He didn't look out of place at all last night in that um, in that game. And, and so you don't look any further than that. 
all it is is attitude, a will and desire to get up and be where your mate wants you to be and be aggressive and just have that want. And I saw that in Queensland last night, and, and that's all it is. Who wants it more? Who wants it more? And that's what they did last night. Queensland wanted more. Do the All Blacks want it more? Um, do the Silver Ferns want it more? So that's that's what it is. Do the Warriors want it more? Yes, their backs are against the wall. They've had a huge couple of weeks of changes and, and everything like that. But, mate, don't look too any further than last night's game. That'll inspire anyone. And, um, yeah, I'm hoping the Warriors can, can find some inspiration from that. Yeah, mate. I think I think it was a deep into the, to the last into the third quarter before the first error was made of the game. Where New South Wales, um, I think it was a, was a play the ball. It was mm. such a high caliber game, and you're dead right on the contact, especially right from the kickoff. Billy Slater did a preview um, conversation before he walked out to, to to go up to the box, and he he just said, "Mate, we're ready," and I just went, "Whoa, here we go, man. She's on," you know, because a coach knows. Mm. When his players are going to go out there and give um, give everything, and both teams gave everything, and New South Wales were the ones that ran out of petrol in the end. What about Gagai? What about Gagai? What about <laughs> him them throwing them, Burton, mate? mate. Yeah, that yeah. is that is old he's, school. He's the next. He's the next one. He's the next one in the boxing ring. Dead set. <laughs> I tell you, Paul Burton. Paul Burton. He threw three, and he, mate. I felt the wind from here when they went past Gagai's face. He, he needs to get some. He needs to go to Speak Savers. He's miles off that shot. <laughs> got absolutely smoked. It was a great game. Mark said, "Morning, boys. Well, what a game of footy at everything. The start was vicious, and I'm happy Queensland won. Let's see the rugby boys serve it up this weekend. Yeah, Mark. If they can play with that intensity and that desperation that Queensland replicated." Hey, everything that the All Blacks are saying points to this being like knockout footy. They're comparing it to the last test of the Lions series, is he? They're comparing it to a quarterfinal or a semi-final in a World Cup. Ireland's getting into us in the media saying that means that the All Blacks are panicking. But I think the All Blacks are just trying to put in perspective how desperate they need to be if they're going to beat this Irish side. And they're using all of the tools and all the strategy to do so. One of the biggest... Uh, tools that they can use to beat Ireland this weekend is an obvious one, and it happens before we get out there, and it would have happened at the start of the week. It's selection. Can't wait question of the day. So with that in mind, 0800 150 811, that's the Kennard's High phone line. Come through. Get in touch with us. We want to hear from you this morning. Izzy, Tony, one selection that you will change for this weekend's test, do or die, it's knockout footy, they're calling it, against the Irish. One selection that you are doing, the one there might be more than one, there probably will be. But for you, the one selection that will make an impactful difference and mean that the All Blacks get the upper hand over the Irish. If you were Ian Foster, what would the first pin to change the name on a sheet of paper be? What would it be? What would the string you would pull be? I can see the... I can see the Little uh, cogs going off right now. You guys are thinking deep, and that's what I like. From you, 0800 150 811, come through. Double eight, double three. There's a few. Is it midfield, loose forwards, props, halfbacks, first fives? What is it? Outsides? What's the one selection? Kempi's going to give his answer after this. So Zizzy, it's 20 minutes past six. Here with Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So... We doubled it. Chicken and Maccas, together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.